If you have your Bibles, uh, this will be part three in this series entitled Baggage, Getting Rid of Your Baggage, amen? And so last week, I talked about letting go of your labels, amen, letting go of your labels. Today, I want you to open your Bible to the book of Isaiah, Isaiah 53, amen, Isaiah 53, my goodness. And look what it says. It says, but what? He was what? Pierced through for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The chastening for our well-being fell upon him. And by his stripes. Come on and say it with me. And by his stripes, we are healed. I want to talk about this morning, letting go of our scars. Amen. In the poem by Ellen Wheeler Wilcox. I'll just read a few lines from there. It says, they say the world is round. And yet I often think it's square. So many little hurts we get from comers here and there. But one great truth in life I've found while journeying to the West, the only folks who really wound are those we love the best. Thank you, ushers. This poem in its entirety has some truth in it. There are times that the people that we love mm, are the ones that hurt us the most. Sometimes the scars that we carry with us in life was from the people we love. Some of us have suffered or is suffering from a broken heart. And the scars of that is still real to you. Write this down somewhere. We're a teaching church, so you're going to need a pen. Okay. Every scar has a story. I can look at the scars on my body and give you the story behind it. But the story doesn't have to be your story. I wish I had somebody. If you keep remembering, or you will never heal. While bruises, cuts, and broken limbs will eventually lead to uh, healing, the emotional trauma and scars take a lifetime to overcome. The issue is some scars last a lifetime. And the longer we allow the emotional injuries to control our destiny, we will always live from a position of hurt. Hurt. 
I don't know where you are in your journey of healing today. I don't know, amen, where you are. But I can tell you something. And if I were to poll this room, I will say this. And I can probably get a good number of people here. You've been scarred. The thing is, we have to come to a place where we heal. This series on baggage is about not just checking in the baggage, but opening up the baggage. To see, in essence, what you're carrying. And oftentimes, we're carrying around things that we just can't let go. I live my life from a position of hurt for a long time until I found freedom in letting go. And if I were to say anything to you today, I know letting go sometimes can be hard because when you live your life with scars and labels, amen, you become accustomed to living just like that. This passage of scripture is a prophetic passage. It was written in Isaiah, but it was fulfilled in the Gospels. If you don't know yet, the passage is about Jesus. <laughs> but I have to give you some context for you to appreciate what it's really saying. Context of this passage is this. The majority of the Jewish population that lived in exile in Babylon was making their way back to Israel. Yahweh, the God of Israel, appeared to have been defeated by the Babylonian army and their gods, and the people of God had given up on God. Isaiah is writing to them to let them know that even though you're scarred, God has not forgotten you. You see, God wasn't finished with them, but the but there comes a time in your life when you're praying and you're asking and you're praying and you're seeking and you're praying and you're asking. And watch this. And it seems as if God is not hearing you. Seems as if God is silent in your situation. But I stopped by to tell you, saints, that the one thing you got to know about God is that he'll never leave you, nor will he ever forsake you. We got to chapter 53 through the rough road. But when you get to 53, you find that Jesus is, 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 is pictured here in humiliation. Jesus, the one who would come and save us, amen, watch this, is the one that's being talked about in such a way. If you look at verse 2, verse, I'm sorry, if you look at verse 13, let me, let me, let me show it to you. It says here in chapter 53 and verse 13. I'm sorry, not 13. Uh, wait a minute. Let me find my way here. I'm, I'm excited. That's what it is. And I'm trying to, trying to get to it, you know. But, but look, but look, in, in chapter, in chapter it, it starts in chapter 52, okay? Uh, and, 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 and then in chapter 53, Verse 1 says, he who believed our message and whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed 
For he grew up before him like a tender shoot and like a root out of parched ground. And he has not stately form. He, he has no stately form or majesty that we should look upon him. No appearance that he should be a, that we should be attracted to him. Let me decode that for you. What he's saying is the one that you think is going to come deliver you is not the one that you think is going to come deliver you. You understand what I'm saying? See, what the people of Israel were looking for, they were looking for a strong king. They wasn't looking for one who was born in a manger. See, I believe that oftentimes we miss our deliverance because we're looking for something greater. When, when, if you really want to find your way in life, you have to find your way at the feet of Jesus. I wish I had somebody. And listen, he may not look the way you want him to look. Sometimes you're trying to gravitate to something or someone who you think may, they look the part. Oh, I wish I had somebody. The text is real deep. Look at verse three. It says he was despised and what? Forsaken of men. A man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. Aren't you glad that God knows about our grief? That God sent his only son, amen, through 42 generations to live in this flesh so that he can identify with the pain that you and I are dealing with. Thank God that he knows about my pain. He knows about my suffering. The text says he was not acquainted. He was acquainted with grief. And like one who men hid their face, who men hide their face, he was despised and did not esteem him. And we did not esteem him. The text is saying this. See, your deliverance and your freedom comes from going to the right God. There are a lot of options out here for us to choose from. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm pacing myself because it's all in the text, okay? But watch this. I got seven things to give you and I'm going to get out of here. But watch this. I want to show you something real quick. I got to lay the context, okay? Here's what I'm saying. What, they, what the text is telling us in Isaiah is maybe, watch this, maybe we're looking at the wrong thing for our help. Maybe we're going to the wrong person for our help. Maybe it's not your psychologist. Come on, somebody. Amen. And I can tell you something. If you want to be healed, if you want to be, if you want to let go of the scars that you're carrying around in your life, watch this. You got to turn to the right person. And can I help somebody with something? These people didn't understand. They had lost hope in God. And there are times, amen, where, where, where we lose hope because we don't know it's getting worse before it's getting better. Are you following me? Watch this. Can I ask you a question? Do you want to be healed from your scars? Let me ask you another question. Amen. How often do you reopen your scars? How long will you ignore them? Let's be real. Do you really want to be healed? And here's the thing. Are you ready to let go of it? Watch this. When you let go of the labels, then you can deal with the hurts. And then you can heal from the scars. And life has a way. How many know life has a way of scarring you? Come on, somebody. Some of us, we have what's called lifelong scars. Next week, I'll talk about emotional baggage. 
But the only way to understand the new nature, your new nature, as I told you last week, that if any man be in Christ, he's a what? New creature. All things are passed away. Stop labeling yourself like that. You are a new creature. You can overcome. And you will overcome. But watch the text. We go to verse 4 now. Let's go to verse 4. It says, surely our griefs, he himself, what? Bore. And our sorrows, he what? Carries. So how did we end up with these scars? So if I were to say how to let it go, first you need to understand how you got them. You ready? First thing is this. Our scars came because of our sin nature. Get that straight. If you get that one thing straight, you and I were born in sin. Okay? You don't have to teach a child how to lie. A child's going to lie. Okay? Man is unaware of his sin nature until, watch this, he is exposed to the gospel. I would say it one more time. People were hurting you because they were sinful. You were hurting people because you were sinful. Watch this. You are not the only one carrying around this sorrow and grief. Watch this. We, we were born with a sin nature. And can I tell you something about the sin nature? The sin nature is destructive. The sin nature is, watch this, watch this, it's deceptive. Okay, and here's what I'm trying to say. If you want to blame someone for your scars, blame the devil. Go back to the garden. Come on, somebody. I'm trying to tell you what God sees in you. Watch this. He knew you. But it's because when you and I were born, we were born in sin, shaped in iniquity. And it's our sin nature that keeps gravitating towards destructive things. Watch this now. Remember what I said. Until you get exposure to the gospel, you will never know you're a sinner. But I thank God for Jesus. The text says that our griefs, he himself what? He what? He bored them. He carried them. Okay? Watch what the text says. The text says, and what? Verse 4, B part. Look what it says. And our sorrows, he what? He carried, yet what? We ourselves esteem him what? Stricken. So not only did our scars came because of our sin nature. But our scars came from Satan through sinful people. Forgive those people who hurt you. You know why Jesus can stand on a cross, hang on a cross, and say, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do, because he understood their what? Their sin nature. Listen, some of you have been walking around for years with unforgiveness. Some of you have been walking around for years. You just won't let go of stuff. Can I tell you something? It's satanic. 
it, it was Satan working through the sin nature that caused us to be what? Scarred by people. How else would he get to you? Yet they crucified him and they mistreat Jesus, but yet he endured it for us. When you were a child, Satan had already started. He started in the crib. Not cribs, but he started in your crib. He started with your caretakers. I ain't trying. I'm just, y'all want some help today? Watch it. It started in the crib. It started at the daycare. You understand what I'm saying? When, when the impatient person, uh, person was supposed to take care of you, they were scarring you. Lord have mercy. It started when you were abandoned. It started by sinful people that Satan was using. Stop blaming everybody for why you're scarred today. See, here's the thing. The person who violated you, the person who hurt you, the person who tried to destroy you was an agent of Satan. And the reason you should forgive them? Because God forgave you. Because the very thing that you did, you did it to somebody, was did to you, you did it to somebody else. I'm going to say us, not you, okay? Just me too. <laughs> Let me use my pronouns right here. <laughs> You're like, oh my gosh, this guy here, he's hitting me off the head with this word. Listen, <laughs> it's us. Okay, because hurt people hurt people. You see what I'm saying? And, 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 and I'm getting to the good part of this verse here. Watch it. Watch verse 5. Watch verse 5. Verse 5 says what? I got, I got seven things now. Watch this now. Watch what he says next. He says what? Now, let me tell you the reason to let go. Ready? Watch this. Watch what he says. He says, you see the butt? Yeah. See, you could decide that you're going to stay there at the hands of people and Satan. Or you can make a decision today. Today. You're going to heal. You're going to let go of the scars. Watch this. Watch this. Watch what he says. He was pierced through. For what? Do you think Jesus went to the cross just to go to the cross? Now watch this. He went to. He went to the cross, not just for the person that scarred you, but he went to the cross for you too. (laughs) Because watch this, as good as you thought you were, you weren't all that good. But watch this though, but watch this, even with not being good, he loved you and your violator. Are you with me? So this was not a catch 22, but watch this. And the reason why he did it, because watch this, because of our what? Our sinful nature. Can I tell you something? Inside of you, there's two atoms. There's the first atom and then there's the second atom if you're in Christ. That, that first atom wants to rebel. Amen. That first atom wants to give up. That first Adam wants you to throw in the towel. That first Adam wants you to remain hurt, remain broken, remain in your griefs, remain in your sorrows. But watch this. The second Adam is Jesus. 
And, and, and he lives inside of you. But here's the thing. Don't get so much in your head where you can't realize that there's something greater inside of you. Do I have anybody? And so he says he was pierced through. For what? For our what? Transgressions. That word there. You know what transgression means? A breach of trust. That's what it means. Watch this. It means to be rebellious. So while I'm having my pity party about my scars, that this should not have happened to me. Come on, help me somebody. That listen, my life should be better right now. That I shouldn't be where I am right now. While I'm sitting here having a pity party about my life, he said, listen, you got some transgressions that you ain't looking at right now. But can I help you with something? Watch the text. Watch the text. He was pierced through for our transgressions. So this, this, the, the third thing is this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. This is going to help you. Our Savior was wounded for our scars. See, we carry the me attitude, but it's really a we. It's a really a we thing. So, so watch this. Everything I've done up to the point of coming to Christ. I was putting him on that cross. And I deserve what I got. I wish I had somebody. But watch this. But he knew that I would feel like that. But he was willing to step in. Oh Lord. And watch this. And was wounded. For me. Can I ask you a question? How many people you know. Would be wounded for you. What, 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 when we are born again, watch this, we have a new life, but this is, this, this was the only way for Jesus to heal us. You know why? Our sin deserved punishment and death. And our Savior stepped in and took. I wish I had somebody. You're suffering right now, but you don't realize our Savior took our sins and watch this, and watch this, and he ended up with the scars. I'm going to get to that in a minute. Our scars are linked to our our sin nature. We need a Savior. Somebody here today, I want to tell you something. You're religious. You need a Savior. You got a bunch of rules that you're trying to live by, but God says you got to stop Stop putting yourself back on the cross. Stop, 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 stop putting yourself back on trial and realize that you have a savior. And watch this, whether you wanted him or not, he wanted you. Do I have a witness? And you know what I love about Jesus? I was minding my own business. I didn't want to be no preacher in no pulpit. I didn't want to go to no church. I was doing my life on my terms. But thanks be to God that while I was ruining my life, come on somebody, many people sit around hopeless, but if they would only knew what Jesus did for them, this is prophecy that Jesus was pierced for my See, because watch this, the more they hurt me, the more I hurt others. The more they pushed me down, the more I got meaner. The more they told me I couldn't do it, the more destructive I became. But Jesus said, no, I'm not going to leave you in that mess. 
I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to let you live your whole life broken with scars. You know why people cut themselves? You don't want to know why they do that? You want to know why they do that? Because they want to feel the pain. But I want to tell you something. Jesus felt every pain you've ever felt. And here's what he wants to do. He wants to heal you. But you got to remember something. He was wounded for your scars. Our sin that caused the scars, watch this, deserved death. But Jesus, our Savior, saved us from sin. Watch this. The power of sin. The presence of sin. Sin of the past. Sin of the present. Sin of the future. Let me help you right quick. This is not psychology. This is soteriology. You know what soteriology is? The study of salvation. He saved you. And you have now the power to live. Let me say this. Let me, let, 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 me, let, let me go on. Let me go on. Let me go on. Let me go on. Look what it says. He was pierced. Look what it says. He was what? He was what? He was crushed. Give me a little bit more on here right quick. He was what? He was crushed. For what? For our work. You see it? See, we want to blame everybody what the text is telling us is that what you did, Jesus is dying for you. And watch this. And so therefore, watch this. So now that he died for you, you can let go of all that mess. Give me the next point. He was wounded. Our savior was what? Beaten down. He was what? Beaten down. That's what that word crush means. It means to be bruised. The world, this world, this world is an evil world. Are you with me? It's a, it's a world that's so evil and it's, it twists and it, it turns. The next time you use your scar as an excuse to keep harming yourself. You got to remember what he did for you. He was beaten down for you. He was beaten down for you and I. And what I love about Jesus. Hallelujah. That his healing is not temporary. His healing is permanent. The text says he was crushed for our iniquities. Watch. Watch. Watch the text. The chastening. You know what chastening means? Discipline. The chastening for our well-being fell what? Wait a minute. He was wounded. He was beaten. But the next thing he was, he was disciplined for my scars. The scar is the sin nature. Let me make it one more, make it plain to you right quick. Every scar you carry around with you came from your sin nature and Satan. And Jesus says this. Watch this. You ready? He took responsibility for us. 
Because he knew what Satan's plan was for your life is to destroy it. Watch this. It was because of us that he endured the cross. Because watch this. Had he not went to the cross, we would be still in the same condition. But I thank God. That he was disciplined. Can I say this to you? It's easy when somebody else pays the bill. You ever went out to lunch with somebody? And you intended to pay? You had it all in your mind. You were ready to pay for your own meal. Watch this now. You were game. You were ready. Watch this. And then all of a sudden, they said, no, I got it. Oh, the relief. Oh, I wish I had somebody. See, that's how it feels to be forgiven. That's how it feels when your Savior stood, hung on that cross for you and I. And he took every scar. Every pain, every, every, uh, everything that happened to you. And guess what? He took it to set you free. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch what the text says. And by his what? It says scourging, but what? Stripes. You know what that's you know what that you know what that stripes the word stripes means bruises. How many got some bruises? How many got some wounds? How many got some things going on in your life right now that every time you look yourself in the mirror, you're facing this thing every single day. But can I tell you something today? You got to be free today. You're going 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 to be free today. You got to be free today. You got to believe. You got to believe this today. You have to believe this today. Listen, it makes no sense for you to live like this no more. Give me the point. Give me the point. Give me the point. Give me the point. Our Savior kept... His scars. Watch this. Dalton Thomas came up to him and said, uh, I don't believe. There's always a doubter in the room. If everybody here today is on the same accord, we're going to get healed here today. So come on now. You got to put that Dalton Thomas spirit out, out, out the door now. Watch this now. Watch me now. Watch this now. Watch this now. Why did Jesus keep his scars? Down Thomas said, I don't believe. You don't believe? Look at this. Look at this. You think Jesus kept it so that uh, well, he can admire it? No, you got to understand whose scars that really is. That ain't his scars. That's your scars. You see, he faced everything that threatened, watch this, to hurt you. The sorrow, the sin, the death, he kept it. Watch this. He, his love for you, watch this, is written all over his body. Oh, Jesus. It's written on his hands. It's written in his feet. It's written on his sides. If you look at his back, 
Come on, somebody. They beat him with a cat nine wire and ripped his skin off. He did that for me. If you look at his body, what you see is you. And if you're looking at his body and you see anything else other than you, you got the problem. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. His scars remind you that every time you doubt and every time you fear and every time you hurt, that you can be healed. He says he was by his stripes. You ready? We are healed. And so our Savior kept his stripes, but it's really your stripes. Lastly, our Savior healed us. Listen, the text says you're healed. Now let me help somebody with something. This has nothing to do with physical healing. Nothing. Quit using this when you're sick. By a stripe I'm healed. No. Stop lying to yourself and using scripture out of context. You think Jesus came to save this body? Came to save your soul. Your soul was sick. And needed healing. And let me say this. A lot of us can live differently if we give our hearts to him. Listen, listen to this. My scars died on the cross. Tell your neighbor, my scars died on the cross. Tell your neighbor, my scars were healed on the cross. Have you ever heard the expression, I'm scarred for life? Tell your neighbor, no more. Tell your neighbor, no more. Tell your neighbor, no more. No more. I'm healed. I'm delivered. I'm set free. I'm going to live my best life. Why do you keep reopening the scars when your scars are on the cross? Look at Jesus. He took your sin. He took my sin. Do I have a witness here? When you look at his hands, when you look at his feet, you are permanently engraved on his body God allowed his son to die on the cross to show us that no hurt no wound is so great that you can't be redeemed healed made whole God brings beauty from the ashes when we allow him to use what we have been through For his glory, often our wounds change our destiny. And God gives us a ministry to help other people. Our scars came at the hands of Satan and sinful people. Don't reject your Savior. He wants to heal you. He wants to make you whole. He does not mind taking your scars and healing you from them say yeah say yeah say yeah 
They hung him high. They dropped him low. Put him in a barn tomb. But early, early Sunday morning, he got up with all power, with all power, with all power, power to heal you, power to deliver you, power to take your scars. Say yeah, say yeah, say yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Do you know him? Have you tried him? Is he all right? Is he all right? He's my savior. He took my pain. He took my suffering. He took my scars. He took my wounds. I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful. I'm not mad anymore. I'm not angry anymore. I don't walk around with my head hung low. I've been healed. I've been set free. My Savior healed me. I said he healed me. Did he heal you? Come get your healing. Come get your healing. Come get your healing. Say yeah. Say yeah. Refuse to go back to the life you were living before you came here today. Say yeah. Say yeah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, how I love you. Oh, how I praise you. You've been so good to me. When I lost my mind, you brought me back. Thank you, Jesus, for saving a wretch like me. Thank you, Lord, for where you brought me from. I was lost. I was done. It was over for me. But thanks be to Jesus who took my sins. He was pierced for my iniquity. Thank you, Lord, for what you've done for me. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You didn't have to do it. You didn't have to do it. You didn't have to do it. You could have left me in the ditch of life. Thank you for saving me. Anybody excited about being saved today? He was healed. He was bruised for me. When you don't know what you have, you take it for granted. Many people feel taken for granted by their mates. That lady came to my office once. That's what she said. He doesn't know what he has. And if he doesn't find out quick, I'm not going to be around much longer. She felt taken taken for granted a husband had gotten used to cook meals wash clothes and iron shirts he'd gotten used to her 
man once come to my office and said, I'm a hard worker. I'm a sensitive husband. And I'm a caring person, but I feel taken for granted. God is saying to you and I, your salvation cost me my son. I feel taken, I feel taken for granted. Know why? Because you neglect to remember what I did for you. And still keep doing for you. But if you want to keep living with your scars. And using it as an excuse not to be healed. And move on. Then what did I really do for you? You can keep blaming your mama, your daddy, whoever. Or whatever happened to you. But it's time to be healed.